When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby league. Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Wasn't that an agonising game for Tigers fans, especially especially the one here in the studio? Very close at the beginning, but ultimately getting smashed by the Roosters at Campbelltown Stadium. Big thanks to the Triple M call team, Dan Ganane, Ryan Girdler, Gordon Tallis, uh, Billy Harrigan and Brent Reid on the sideline. Great job, boys. This is The Back Row with A.H. Chris and Rose, and we're just three footy fans who this week have rediscovered our searing hatred of Manly. <laughs> I'm A.H. Kaylee, Chris Gale, macho, macho man. I've got to be a macho man. How are you going? <laughs> I'm muscle-bound, and uh, I agree with you. It was close early when it was 0-0 in Roosters <laughs> Tigers. Look, the exciting news is in 2018, A.H., the Tigers have signed 10 players. I can't name them all. Let's be honest, I don't even know some of these guys. <laughs> but my head is in 2018 because it's a pretty dark place in 2017. Am I right, Tigers fans? <laughs> Andrew Rose. Uh, bend over and take it like a man. <laughs> oh, thank you, AH. How are you going? Again. <laughs> I'm good, thank you, AH. It's fine. Uh, big shout out to my Uber driver today, Max. Uh, he's not a rugby league <laughs> fan at all. He's an Indian cricket fan. He's looking forward to India versus South Africa, the ICC Champions Trophy, later this evening. And uh, it's been a rough week for me. I got very angry about the boycott last week, but I had some time to reflect. And the thing I learned, we have awesome callers on this show. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, look, tomorrow's a public holiday, so we all get a day off work. Uh, remember that it's double demerits on the roads this, this weekend. So be smart and stay safe. Uh, and if you're heading into Vivid tonight or, or for the rest of it, give yourself extra time to travel in. I went last time with my mum. Uh, really big crowds around the train station. Look, tonight, as has probably been made clear, they laugh at me. I've just never heard that sentence. Really big crowds around what, the train station. What sort station. of light display the do they have at the train station? <laughs> the train didn't even stop at Circular Quay. Anyway, anyway, it's going too long. Tonight, as has probably been made clear, we're bringing back the manly hate and we want you to join us. Uh, we'll be checking back in on the continuing Bulldogs descent and discontent. Mm -hmm. Uh, But up next, I'm sorry, Chris, let's talk about that last game. Stick around. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M with AH, Chris and Rose. It's a public holiday tomorrow, so don't forget double demerits on the roads this weekend. Be smart, be safe. Uh, Look, we have to talk about that game. Chris Gale, I'm really sorry. We have to talk about the game that was just played. I expect you're probably feeling as tender as uh, the Junior Tigers cheerleaders might have felt when Kevin Nagama (laughs) went crashing into them. Well, I think we should use the appropriate term. They were non-gender-specific rally merchants. Oh, right. (laughs) That's the uh, modern parlance. I'm not going to go... As 50% of the women on air at Triple (laughs) M, lovely to see these kind of initiatives. No problem. Don't you love the progressive thing in rugby league, like when Russell Crowe acquired the South Sydney Rabbits and said no cheerleaders for us and no connection with gambling anymore mm. uh, in the South Sydney universe until he uh, buddied up with Jamie Packer and got yeah. sponsored by the star. And clearly yeah. had never been to the Abbott's Hotel. Yeah. So, look, look. as I said, I think uh, rugby league has a currency of hate and uh, underlying the hate is hope. Yep. And, and we'll be for... talking about hate in just a bit. <laughs> and the hope for us right now is this season comes to a very, very quiet 
and measured end. Mm. I'm wondering if we're calling now for the head of Ivan Cleary with his two and eight coaching record. <laughs> Rose, what do you think? <laughs> well, uh, you know, if, if it was my fan base, he'd already be hung up by the nearest bleachers. <laughs> the bus needs a mechanic. Yeah, the, <laughs> the bus is breaking down. Yeah. But you the, see, we, the wheels on the bus go round yeah, and round. <laughs> they do, AH, so it's very accurate. But you seem a lot more <laughs> okay with your team losing than I am. I guess you're more accustomed to loss than the Dogs fans. I'm older. Yeah, that's true. You're a wiser. 17 years of the joint venture, three times for the semi-final. Unacceptable, yes. Has I, have I experienced it? Absolutely. So I'm, I am reasonably calm because I think that we've changed the direction of this particular bus and it'll just take, an, it'll <laughs> just, backwards. It'll take another year from us to go down south towards Ulladulla and head north yeah. up towards Or do you Harbour. think like it's going around the roundabout and it's just sort of like <laughs> gone off, done a U-turn and come back the other way around the roundabout? All, all I can say is that I am not enjoying both of you going, oh, I'd like to see the Tigers score again just to keep the game close. That really upsets <laughs> don't, me. Don't oh, lump right. me into that theory. <laughs> Oh, excuse me if I enjoy the game. One thing's to be good. But so, Chris, do you think it's sort of, um, you know, you've reached this point of being calm about it because it's just resignation by this point? Because there's, there's a certain liberty, there's a certain freedom in just letting go, it's also, giving in. It's also the heavy prescription medication right. that my therapist has got Breathe me on. Breathe deeply and bear that's, down. That's right. But look, look, I can't fault the effort. I mean, again, there was some... Uh, dare I say, school, non-gender-specific errors made by the Tigers at various points in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Roosters' class outfit, I think they'll be there or thereabouts come GF time. Yes, I agree. And uh, we move on. The bus moves on. Interestingly, I think AH's team, the Dragons, is the only team. Yeah, I mean, Chris and I have both, with the Tigers and Dogs, kind of reserved ourselves to the fact that we're probably not making the top eight this year. Mm. You're the only team left on this show with a chance. Which is such a turnaround from <laughs> yes. last season. It's really changed our, our things. Our bus or whatever is our, our Dion Zillawara bus has really turned around there. And yep. I think it's fair to say it's got nothing to do with you, AH. <laughs> I don't know. I go out there. I, I know I'm mostly yeah. interchanged, but I give it a good shot when I'm out there. Yeah, she keeps the booze out of the players' mouths by drinking it Drinking yourself. it all myself, yeah. <laughs> Throws herself on You'll that You'll never particular... have a scandal as long as I'm around. Coke round. <laughs> Throws herself on that particular Jager bomb. <laughs> this is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. With AH, Chris and Rose. A friend of mine used to have a band called Camper Down and Out, uh, and probably their biggest song was called What Will I Do in Manly. Hmm. Here on the back row, we have an idea, and that's Bring Back the Hate. That's Manly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Why are we hating Manly again? Uh, because it's nostalgic, it's historic. They've been getting away with this sort of mellowed out uh, non-hatred for too long. Right. I want to bring back, you know, the, the golden era of the game. We all do. I mean, there are two specific reasons that have happened in the last seven days. Yes. That does refocus us. When I grew up, you know, before electricity, there are only 12 <laughs> teams in the New South Wales Rugby League mm. and Manly was despised by all, including their own fans. And it's been diluted by the nationalisation, dare I say it, internationalisation of our competition. Yes. And when you create a team... There goes the neighbourhood. When, when you Sorry. create a team of cyborgs like the Melbourne Storms, yes. no wonder that the hate gets dispersed. But really, in the last seven days... Do androids dream of electric grand finals? That's a good question. Who's looking forward to the Blade Runner reboot? <laughs> Me. Oh, so wow. much. Absolutely. Wow. Blade Runner Petersham. Yeah. Because it's t- 2049. Sorry. <laughs> First of all... Manly's got on board the hashtag, thank, hashtag, hard to say, hashtag. hashtag thank Hugh campaign. Can you explain that to us, Chris Gale? Barely. It's, <laughs> it's some loose idea around the fans wanting to thank uh, Hugh Jackman for his portrayal of Wolverine over these some 17 years. Wait, is he a Manly fan? He's a Manly fan, apparently. Oh, there you go. Right. 
And also the uh, Logan tie-in about to appear apparently on DVD Blu-ray. Yeah. Are they thanking him for X-Men Origins Wolverine? I don't know. I don't know. So Manly's on that bandwagon. So what do they do? They issue another jersey. And I know mm. you guys get very, very uptight. <laughs> Nick Walshaw's in the paper today. 99 different jerseys on display That's across the 16 teams this year. That Crazy. puts my blood pressure yeah. up. I'm 27 and I have to take bloody warfarin. <laughs> I'll put you on to my therapist. Okay. And the second thing is, is of course, are they getting the rub of the green? Well, based on the Akila Oyuate try yes. out at Fortress Lotto Land. What, what was wrong with that try? Well, he might have oh, dropped shut it. up. Oh, no, it's fair try. Look, that, <laughs> no, I'm, I think just, it, I'm just kidding. That yeah, wasn't good. <laughs> I, I think it's, you know, it was, it was ageist. Like mm. young, debut lines, non-gender specific person, Jared Cole. <laughs> Man, that joke Stop is it. done now. Chris. Okay, well, that's three. That's all right. You know. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm okay, I'll, I'll officially close it. <laughs> he says, have a look at it. And Jared Maxwell in the booth, the bunker, the $3 million super investment says, no need, it's a try. Yeah. Ashley Klein on the field follows that. Turns out the kid dropped it. Mm. So there's plenty of reasons to hate Manly right now, and I think we need to try and revive and tap into that hate as to why we hate Manly. Mm. So what you're saying is this isn't necessarily about uh, hating Manly just because you hate Manly. It's more about the nostalgia of remembering when we hated Manly. Yeah. And we want to be- but, when- al- but also because we hate Manly, and this is just sort of knocked us over the edge kind of thing. Sure, right. Because I remember being a kid, I grew up a Bulldogs fan, and this is a true story. I was... I was bought a T-shirt about the age of 10 that said, I support the Bulldogs at anyone playing Manly. That was a legitimate shirt that I wore. So as mm. a kid, you're right. But I thought we became the enemy. I thought the Bulldogs became the most hated team. Not the enemy. But just the evil just empire. An, oh, right. yeah, you're enemy. more feared than hated. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that. <laughs> They're different emotions. But surely we're not the only ones because it was, it's such a classic component of the game. You love the underdog. You hate Manly. Stuff the silver tails. So we want to hear from you on 13353. What do you hate about Manly? Join us in bringing it back. This is The Back Row with AH Chris and Rose on 104.9 Triple M Sydney. We're starting a campaign... Campaign. campaign. We're giving out campaigns to all the fans. It's going really well. <laughs> We're starting a campaign here on the show, and that's Let's Hate Manly Again. Yes. Actually hate. The clemency has gone on for far too long, uh, and we want to find out why you hate Manly and why you're joining us. Brad from Dundas Valley on 13353. What do you hate about Manly? Ah, uh, mate, everything. Yeah. It, it comes down to... The silver tails and the fibros, man. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a uh, staunch magpie supporter. <laughs> I'm, I'm forced to support the West Tigers, which is horrible this year. <laughs> <laughs> it was good in 2005. Yeah, that's a while I ago actually, now. <laughs> I actually didn't even follow football when that, that first merger started, but I just couldn't help myself. So, Brad, who did you lose? Um, Back in the 70s and 80s, who did you lose? You lost, like, Joe Kuldori. He went to Manly, didn't he? Who else left from West to Manly? Oh, it's it's not even that, man. It's, man, <laughs> it, man you, look at, you look at the people that came from Newtown and stuff like that, like Newtown. Like, you had Tommy Radonikus. Yeah. He went and played for Newtown in the early 80s. Graham O'Grady as well. We need to get you to my therapist, mate. Your hate inspires oh, me, man, sir. I'm just old school. Terry Lamb. Look, we're going yeah. to have to wrap it up. We're going to have to wrap it up, Brad. But thanks so much for joining our campaign to bring back the hate for Manly. Thanks, Brad. Oh, oh hate Manly. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if you hate Manly, and you should, join us on this campaign, Make Manly Hate Again. One triple three five three. call in, tell us what you hate about Manly. Yeah. Triple M Sydney, AH, Chris, Rose, you can work out which one's which. This is the back row. We had a pretty good round this week, didn't we, Chris? It was full of football, AH. And and there was lots of football, yes. And I have the unimaginably titled segment, the back row wrap-up. Ah, yes. And we might put a shout-out there to the, uh, the faithful to give us a better name. but <laughs> Working title. It's a, yeah, work in progress. And, of course, we began on Thursday night with Kind of the, like the Tigers. Sorry. The very, 2018, bring it on, baby. 2018, yes. Well, there we go. No, Thursday night, the Storms unveiled their newest technique, the air grapple tackle, (laughs) where they hold players up for eight seconds, which is double the normal time, and were able to prevail over the Cronulla Sharks. Friday night, poor old Newcastle's Danny Levi copped an unhappy double where he was being taken off for an HIA and got falconed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they lost, courtesy of that Uade try. Meanwhile, up in Brisbane, Cody Nicarima was thinking of Ben Hunt when he dropped the kickoff cold. <laughs> Beautiful. At the beginning of the game. I'm always thinking of Ben Hunt because we've got him next season. I'm watching him like a whore. Yeah, $1.2 million a season. Great investment oh. by the Steelers. <laughs> and speaking of hunts, the game was bookended by two of the biggest hits you've seen, Heimel Hunt and Matt Gillette. Mm. And the sad news is for Origin and Queensland is the MILF has gone. Out. Mm. Could be for the whole season. Mm. Mm. MILF has gone. It resonates with me for some reason. It's tough. MILF on, got smashed. On yep. Saturday night... Watch this footage of a MILF getting smashed. <laughs> the, the, the Warriors uh, really smashed the Titans. On Ryan Hoffman's 300th game, he scored a try and yeah. a conversion at the end, but there was no tie-in with David Hasselhoff and Baywatch yep. in the jersey. Mm. Opportunity missed by the Warriors. Yeah, that would have been good. A big Hoff face right in the middle of the jersey. Again, looking towards to Origin 2, Jarrod Wallace hit with a Grade 1 shoulder charge. Yeah. Uh, they've got to do some fancy footwork for him to be available for the Maroons. Mm-hmm. Uh, some fantastic uh, slapathon when Hyria and Niera and Tarpanay got into a real slap fest up at Bathurst in the Raiders versus Canberra. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, both ended up in the sin bin, which we love to see. Yes, slapping is a penalty. Yes. Yep. And with 30 seconds to go, this happened. Play five coming up here. Moylan has support back on the inside. Looks to PG. Gives it to PG. It's incredible. Two tries in two minutes. That wonderful audio unknowingly provided by Fox League. The great Warren Smith calling the last-minute heartbreaker for the Raiders Mm. with Moylan finding Peachy on the inside and in unopposed under the sticks. Ricky Stewart in the press conference afterwards, most of his answers were like this. Yep. (laughs) No, we lost. Such a solid. Bad luck, mate. That's because in total, hasn't he been fined like $120,000 for... He he leads the league. So, yeah, yeah, I would be giving monosyllabic, syllabic, whatever, answers as well. Yep. Meanwhile, up very up north in Darwin, mm-hmm. TIO Stadium, there was an instructional video of how to play rugby league by JT Major as Jonathan Thurston made a triumphant return. Brilliant. And the Maroons and Kevin Walters in particular very much inspired. And the Aryan Superman Cohen Hess can measure up his origin jersey. Yeah, put him in. He was devastating, absolutely mm-hmm. devastating, as the Eels weren't even in the frame. And then finally today, JT Miner, i.e. Jason Taylor, was mm-hmm. spotted in Robbo's box as he steered the offensive part of the Roosters' 40 points to 18 win over the Tigers. And as we said, 
Kevin Nagama took out that poor young. No, I can't say it anymore, can I? It was that poor young cheerleader. That was pretty much a highlight. And I love to see the Tigers endeavor when they're down 12 points to 40 and they went for the short kickoff. They were still competing. And that is the back row wrap up for the round. And this is the back row uh, with AH Christian Rose on Sydney's Triple M. I don't know why I said all that much. But anyway, we are starting a campaign. We're bringing back the hatred for Manly. It's mellowed out too much. No one hates them enough. One triple three five three. What do you hate about Manly? Back row. There's one thing that's been missing from the game these days, and that's sufficient hatred of Manly. Uh, so we're starting the campaign, Bring Back the Manly Hate. Jeff from Mulgoa, you've called in on 13353. Are you joining us in this campaign? I sure am. Yes. <laughs> and why is that, Jeff? Because Arco. Because Steve Menzies <laughs> was a forward who ran at wingers for his whole career, and everybody makes out like he's the greatest forward ever. He's Viva rubbish. Menzies. He was, nothing without, he was nothing without Cliffy Lyons, was he? Oh, Bob Fulton. Oh. He runs the game. He doesn't run nothing. Sounds like He's me last idiot. week, this guy. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, have you seen the Silver Tales, Silver Tales versus Fibros documentary? Oh, that's good. I certainly have. And isn't it true? I'm a West support. I'm a magpie, and it should be mandatory to hate men. And how do you feel about Greg Hartley and that seven-tackle try incident? Well, Greg Hartley technically isn't manly, but you know what? He probably was manly, so I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite line from that documentary is uh, Tommy Radonica's going, they thought they were better than us. <laughs> nah, not better footballers. They thought they were better people than us. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us on this campaign. <laughs> Have a good night. Paul has also right. called... Paul's also called in one triple three five three. Paul, you're not joining us. I go for Manly. I just love the fact that everyone hates us. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Paul. Are you okay? <laughs> Tough childhood, Paul. How no. can you love Manly, Paul? <laughs> because they're the thinking person's football team. Ah, oh, there you go. There it is. Stand it up for your team, Paul. Uh, I went to a selective school. <laughs> so, so, oh, I didn't. So, so Paul, well, let, there you go. Let me put a question to you. When you hear yeah. the name Bozo, what do you immediately think of? Legend. No. The rest of the world thinks of a clown. And if, if you had the opportunity, would you have sent $50 to Jeff Tooby because you agreed that there had to be an investigation? Yes. You're a Manly fan. I have one question for you, Paul. I'm a Bulldog supporter. Do you want Des back or what? No, thanks. Okay, no. Sweet, we'll keep him. See you, Brad. That's no, Paul. Bye, oh, Paul. Paul, see you, Paul. Bye, Brad. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> this is Triple M Sydney, and more specifically, this is the back row with AH Chris and Rose. Double demerits for the long weekend, so if you're out on the roads, um, be smart, be safe. Andrew Rose, speaking of being safe, I don't know, speaking of segues, uh, look, the Bulldogs are playing the Dragons tomorrow. That's now, correct. of course, we had lots of people calling in about the... Boycott, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought that was an actual cough, and I was like, oh, my God, cough button. Yes, we're, so we had people calling in about the Bulldogs boycott. Um, <laughs> Andrew Rose, so you'll be there, of course. You're the home ground uh, DJ. Yes. Scab. Yeah. No, no, I disagree with the boycott as well. Yep. So... How are you feeling about the Bulldogs situation? Uh, well, you know, last week, uh, for those who didn't hear it, I had to come from the game uh, where the Bulldogs were trounced by the Panthers uh, mm. and, and arrived in the studio quite emotional. Uh, and then uh, news came over the interwebs that uh, part of the Kennel fan base were going to boycott the following game, which is tomorrow's game, which I was... We broke the story. Did we? Well, there you go. We I got was, a scoop. I was very unhappy ah. about it at the time, but I've had some time to have a breather this week and think about it and actually took the time out to uh, catch up with some of the devout Kennel fans and get a quick statement from them about the boycott. (laughs) 
beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So that that's how they're feeling about the whole thing. Uh, I'm still standing in the same position. Uh, I don't think it's right to boycott. The position. <laughs> You're sitting. Yes. I, I don't. I don't Side think game. it's uh, good to boycott games uh, just because you don't care what you want. And you know all these callers calling in about and what Chris said earlier about uh, how much the t- uh, Tigers are struggling, how you're reserved to it. We've made every. Uh, top eight in the last five years, two grand finals. Yes, we haven't won any, but we're doing well. And I'm still kind of angry that the fans think that way. And I hope everyone shows up tomorrow to show those fans that that's not how we deal with loss at the Bulldogs. It must feel like crunch time. I know that there was a lot of criticism of Des Hasler not uh, fronting up for that fan forum immediately in the wake of the 38 to zero in case you forgot the score drubbing yeah. at yeah, the hands of the Penny Panthers. But he will be fronting at a forum with Chairman Ray Dibb, current CEO Raylene Castle, and Aidan Tolman, because Jimmy Graham has other media commitments. Mm. On Tuesday night at Canterbury Leagues to talk to the fans in the Blueberry Hill Room. Mm. Will the fans be finding their thrill in the Blueberry Hill Room? Well, it depends on what... I mean, it's very interesting. I'm going to try... and no, that was terrible. I'm going oh. to try and get into the room. It took a while for me to... Then it clicked. Oh. Any happy days fans out there? Sorry. I'm going to try my best to get into that room so I can give you a first account a report of what they do say to the fans. Well, it's a, it's a guest list. You have to get... Uh, sign on. You have to be the first 300 to sign on. So far, they've had about 17, I think. So I think you'll have no <laughs> trouble getting it. sounds like in. we're giving away tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, call now. Call now. First, first 300. <laughs> we can make 300 calls in a show, right? Look, it's look. I think we're just, uh, you know, we were talking about this before the show, Chris, how you're being a Tigers fan, you're kind of used to the loss and you're, and you're kind of prepared for it to hit you. Whereas we're a little surprised this season that it's halfway through, you know, kind of halfway yeah, through the You season. guys have been drunk on long-term success. I yes, understand that. Exactly. Mm. We're a winning team and we're winners and we don't like losing. And I think that's why we're dealing with this stress. But I think I, I think it's from experience of fans like yourself who go for the Tigers has taught me to be okay with loss. You're a little maturing. Bit better. Thank you. And what about the players themselves went for lunch and a few beers at the beginning of the week? I mean, it really feels like everything's on the line tomorrow. It does from a fan's perspective, and also because you know, from someone who works for the team, it, it's a good, it's a public holiday tomorrow. It's a Monday, and the fans are showing up to 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 cheer the dogs to get over this hump. If the dogs lose badly against the Dragons, it's going to be really tough for dogs, uh, the team as well as the fans, to show up to more games unless results are happening. So I I do sympathise with this whole we want to ch- we want change we want it now, but that's not how it works in rugby league. Well, out of respect for you, Rose, I'm not going to boycott. I'm going to go to Boy George instead. How about that? <laughs> wordplay. Bunch of chameleons, all of them. How good is wordplay? That's all I got. This is the back row with Sydney's Triple M. And speaking of music, right after this, we're going to be talking about the grand final entertainment band choice. Stick around. Yeah. Sydney's Triple M, AH, Chris and Rose. Who was that band we just heard from? Well, AH, that was the wonderful Pearl Jam. No, I never heard of them. They're a big band from Americas, and they're rumoured to be <laughs> playing the grand final halftime performance this year. Is that right? Halftime oh, pregame. Was, oh, maybe you're right. Maybe it's pregame. But uh, the big rumour yeah. is Pearl Jam are going to be in town around that time, and they're going to perform the NRL grand final. Is it a rumour? I thought it was confirmed. No, it's definitely not, not confirmed. confirmed yeah. but, okay. um, I thought we didn't convince ourselves it was going to be Midnight Oil. Well, we yes. had this whole thing about, yes, Midnight Oil should be the band playing a grand it's, final. Incidentally, lovely little memory. We talked about that in our demo. Oh, bless. The yeah, Lost be- Tapes. Before we got the show, The Lost Tapes, The yes. Bootlegs, one day they'll come out. Yeah, well, so, I mean, how do you guys feel about this? I'm a big Pearl Jam fan myself, so I'm excited about it. I, I think it would work. Mm. Look, Pearl Jam are great, but the idea of having Midnight Oil do it, which we thought, given the dates that they're going to be touring and, you know, the night they have off and that kind of thing, we th- that would just be wonderful. Because think right. about it. Start off, whole stadium, quiet, mm. no lights, mm. 
Dun 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 lights. Dun, 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 dun. Well, the river flowers. <laughs> I yeah. forgot you could do that in person. That, that was for my you, Eddie Vedder. For you at home, I didn't set that up. <laughs> As is, that would be in contrast to what has been often pointed out. Uh, previous grand final, lights off, everybody quiet, Billy Idol, nothing <laughs> yeah. happens. I mean, grand final entertainment is a much debated topic. Yes. To me, I still haven't recovered of the sight of, well, first of all, train playing Drops of Jupiter. The, mm. the, the definition of being brave would have been train not playing Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. But then Slash, without Miles Kennedy and the conspirators, standing there playing a guitar solo to a backing tape. Yeah. That wasn't cool. It's going to be tough, though, if Pearl Jam come and play for, what, two songs? I mean, surely yeah. you'd expect a decent half-hour pregame show. Yeah. You are right. Pearl Their Jam are a... alone go for two hours. Yes, they are a long-form band. They'll play for, like, two and a half to three hours at no a time. No solos. And there's a lot of talking from Eddie, so he might oh, sorry, be... Doing... a lot of talking. Talking from Eddie. <laughs> oh, I love rugby league. I'm a big fan, and it's great to be here. <laughs> and the, I hope the that's best team wins on the day. This is daughter, two, three, four. <laughs> Plus, he'll have to get his environment. <laughs> Mental message in there somewhere. <laughs> this is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. Yes, that's us. AH Chris Rose, back row Triple M. All the components are in there. I'm AH Kaylee. Chris Gale, how are you going? I'm doing extremely well, AH. Oh, I am a, in, very, very muted and slow way you say that. I how, am many, in, how many Valiums, mate? <laughs> As I said, it's the one in 20 coffees that work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've had it. It's got me uh, peppy, poppy. And optimistic about 2018, which I think if I check the calendar is, in fact, the year of the Tiger. <laughs> Andrew Rose, how are you? I'm good, thanks, AH. It's been a long, rainy week here in Sydney, but I'm excited mm. to be back with my good friends in a, in a dry studio, and I'm excited for the Japanese wrestling I'll be watching later this evening. Yeah, I hate broadcasting <laughs> from a wet studio. I hate when that happens. Well, you can get electrocuted. <laughs> Look, we're going to be talking about uh, Storm versus Sharky Boys, Queensland versus New South Wales, and a grand final revenge match and that was all in the one game but right after the I don't know I said it like that (laughs) (laughs) damn it but right after this stick around just the tip back row with AH Chris and Rose the time is unless you're listening to the podcast but then also maybe if you are listening to the podcast because there could be an amazing coincidence (laughs) 7.23 and it's also time for now on Triple M's back row just the tip just the tip oh jeez just the tip just the tip Bobbity boo, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's peanut butter tippy time. Peanut butter tippy time. That's right. It's... I hate you so much. <laughs> Don't bring my favourite food into this. <laughs> Nonsense. Oh. Time for the footy tips again. Now, it's time to recap the scores. Here we go. Now, we've still got one game in hand for this round. Remember that, guys? And mm. I've picked the dogs, and you guys have both picked the dragons one tomorrow. One in hand, two in the bush. Yes. So, currently in third place on 67 points, AHK Lee. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Second place, only one point ahead on 68 points is Chris Gale. Good enough. And in first place, still three points ahead on 71 points. It's yours truly, the Rose Man. I can't be stopped. Don't look at me blankly like that, both of you. Where's the excitement for me being first place? I hate you. Oh, goodness me. I still haven't recovered from peanut butter tippy time. <laughs> yeah. I think I can never look you in the eye ever again. Oh, oddly, I am hungry. Not that I've ever looked you in the eye. I don't like, yeah, it's I'm not hungry, a good experience. Actually. I wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. DJ Felix is proud of me, I know. Yeah. Uh, Shut up, Felix. <laughs> Friday night, ANZ Stadium. <laughs> now, this is a limited round. There's only four games this week uh, due to origin. Correct? So it's really just the tip of the tip, isn't it? Correct. Thank you, Chris Gale. Friday night, ANZ Stadium. It's the Rabbits versus the Titans. I'm going to go the Rabbits. I am Tit- also going to go the Rabbits. Titans did not do me well this week. 
Yes. Uh, and also the Rabbitohs have no origin players. So mm. I, don't do, I think the Titans don't either, do they? Well, well you know, oh, Hane Plane. Uh, yeah, they, and, uh, oh, yeah, of course they Hane do. Plane. Yeah, and, the uh, Hane Plane. And Pizzi as well. Mm. Yeah. Whoops. And Pizzi, and if they do some smart uh, footstepping, maybe even Jared Wallace. But again, decimated by injury. They finished with 12 players on the field. Yeah. Yesterday, I think the rabbits will get the uh, rabbit food. I oh. guess it is. Like the, get, <laughs> the get the carrot. Get the lettuce. Yeah, get the carrot. Lettuce. Carrot. Yeah. That's the classic. The carrot. Okay. Uh, Saturday at Amy Park, it is the Storm versus the Cowboys. Talk about two teams are going to be limited due to origin. Talk about decimated. Yes. It's it's a, it's a lottery. It's throw a coin in the air. Uh-huh. But I think Slater will be picked for Queensland. Right. And I think the big three being missing will hurt them more and Bellyache will not get them over the line. I am going the Cowboys. They've been doing me solo lately. Wait, H. I want to know who you're going. I have picked the Storm. They have done me okay. so well this season. I think they're going to get okay. it. I had written down the Storm as well, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with whoever Rose is going with. Ah. So I don't drop down too far. Hang on. Tactics. I'm playing the game. Survivor wouldn't, Australia. Wouldn't you want to go for what I'm not picking so you can catch up to me? No, because if that's wrong, then I drop down even oh, further. I see you're playing yeah. it safe. Yeah. Just, just staying within reach distance. I like yeah. that. Also on Saturday evening at Southern Cross Group Stadium, it's the Sharky Boys versus the Tigers. Go the Sharky Boys. Sharky Boys, me too. Go the Tiger Boys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, that, Chris. Was, that was very defeatist. And uh, Sunday at ANZ Stadium, it's the Eels versus the Dragons. Got to be the Dragons, baby. Mm. Chris Gale. I mean, they are partly the Steelers, aren't they? And they've shown enormous... Yeah. In, my, in my heart, they always will be. Enormous steel under considerable adversity time, the Dragons. And I think Parramatta, P stands for pretenders. I like the Dragons. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, I it think... It also stands for Parramatta. <laughs> That's why I said <laughs> That's it. That's a good point. It was alliterative. I also I think the Bulldogs are going to step up tomorrow and, uh, and give it to the Dragons, which is going to put them a little shaky for next week. But, uh, you know, the Dragons like to come back from a loss, so I think the Dragons are also going to win. And that is the only four games for this week. That is just the tip. DJ Felix, hit me one time. That's how I play just the tip. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have a fever. Um, This is the back row with AH, Chris and Rose. One of the greatest, we love rivalries in the game, of course. You know, Silvertails, Fibros. um, Dogs and their own fans. Dogs and their own fans. (laughs) There you go. Roosters, Rabbits. Roosters, Rabbits. Uh, And we have a new one, a new great rivalry. And, of course, that's Storm v. Sharks. And we we had that this week, the grand final revenge match. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting. How long will it be a grand final rematch? How many times will they play? That's a good question. Probably until after the next grand final, I would assess. And uh, the Storms did get the win down there at SCG Stadium. I love saying that because it confuses yeah. everybody. Yeah. Something about Southern Cross and Group and what have you. <laughs> SCG Stadium. But as I uh, mentioned for those who were listening earlier, it's revive the Melbourne wrestle controversy. Yeah. Is that Melbourne are regarded as the um, the Svengali's of wrestling. <laughs> wow. And they invent all sorts of new and exotic things. The chicken wing, the duck wing, the swallow wing. What was the one this week? The eight second hold? The air, air grapple. Right, the air And this involves up to four Storms player lifting the offense player off the ground and just holding him there in yeah. suspended animation Wonderful. and the clock keeps winding down the defense resets so of course coach Shane Flanagan from the Sharks was very very complimentary about this in the work of Captain Cameron Smith after the game yeah, I thought they were at their best today in that area it was slow it was frustrating um, referee Smith did a good job he sure did. <laughs> Always does. And th- that'll appear in some dictionary under the heading sarcasm, won't it? <laughs> and, and I think uh, calling him a referee m- might actually be a bit of an insult. I mean, I- I'm referring to the moment uh, Cameron Smith as President Goat. 
because he's the captain of the Storms, Queensland, Australia. He's yeah. now the newly installed president of the Rugby League Players Association. <laughs> goat, goat as in G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. So when yeah, he yeah, broke the conversions all-time record, his Twitter feed said Cameron Smith, G-O-A-T. Mm-hmm. And he said, I was in camp with the Kangaroos. I had nothing to do with it. It wasn't down to me. I don't buy it for sure. a second. Yeah. Sure. President Goat. Referee Smith is not good enough for you. Seriously, that man in the play the ball. Have you ever seen someone who looks like a drunken sailor <laughs> while he's trying to get out of the way of the person he's tackled? Oh, I just tripped. They always got my jersey <laughs> caught. He is a master at it. Sneaky, th- shifty, Super League larvae. That's Melbourne. <laughs> Wonderfully There's captured. maggots that crawled out of the egg. Wonderfully captured, Fox AH. <laughs> Cyborgs. Fox. And... It's really interesting how this rivalry mirrors what's happening in rugby league at the moment, Rose, mm, yeah. because uh, in terms of those two teams, do two, two other teams wear the tag of cheat so well? You know, they just throw barbs at each other. I think mm. Will Chambers in the middle of You're a salary cap cheat. You're yeah. a drug cheat, et cetera, et cetera. Well, well you have a big head. Yeah, cheaters. It's that sort of quality <laughs> That's stuff. That's Miles, different team. And ironically, it just takes us straight up towards origin too because yes. essentially Melbourne is Queensland mm. and Cronulla is New South Wales. Yep. Okay. So this rivalry will run and run and run. Right. And we're really going to look forward to seeing the next instalment, which isn't when Storms play Sharks. It's mm. when... Queensland plays New South Wales out at ANZ. Yes. We're still in the frame for calling the game, aren't we, AH? I should hope so. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we learnt from comedian Aaron Shen, who did that shambolic interview <laughs> in, the, uh, in the middle of the Sydney FC Liverpool game. If he can do it, we can do this. We're yeah. going to be storming the stadium. It was very hard for us to get up to Suncorp, but we will be storming uh, ANZ. Yeah. That's right. And we'll I've be been storming practicing. ANZ. Get out of the way, Dan Ganane. Boom. <laughs> Chokehold, Gordy. Boom. A it's blues player. Shine. And he passes it to another blues player and he passes it to oh, another. We've still got the ball. Player. We have the ball. We've still got the ball. <laughs> but anyway, I think the most exciting thing leading into origin is the fact that the New South Wales Blues will be installing themselves at the Star Casino and we'd be about the 630th person to say what could possibly go wrong. Uh, look, yeah, this is the back row with AH Chris and Rose uh, on Triple M. Uh, don't forget, it's double demerits this weekend, so don't be an idiot on the road or you'll completely ruin your day off work. Triple demerits really. if you're a Manly fan, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Bring back the hatred of Manly. Huh. Now, look, another thing that we hate is that other sport, Rose. <laughs> what other sport? <laughs> you don't hate it. The, um, the uh, you know, the, oh, the, the, the kick- aerial ping pong. The running, the, running kickball game. The, the one that looks like the Monty Python Pearl Harbor sketch. Chris, do you know the name of that sport we're talking about? I can't remember. Australian rules. Oh, we're at Aussie rules football. Yes. Yeah. So, well, uh, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago uh, about, uh, you know, the Swans playing Sweet Caroline in the second quarter of mm. the game and some of the fans wanting it to be changed, wanting it to be updated, making it more relevant, more Australian, more tied to the team. This week at the Swans game at three quarter time, they played a different song. They played Horses by Daryl Braithwaite. Ooh. Oh, oh, Ooh, hello. Felix. I like how Felix comes in strong. Like, yeah. Horses! Like, immediately. <laughs> is, is that a marimba I can hear? <laughs> it is a marimba. Uh, not 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 used enough in popular singles, the marimba. But this was played at three-quarter time of the Swans game. People were ropeable. People were furious about it. Now, the official reason people were furious was because when Hawthorne beat us in 2011, am I correct? Yeah, about five years ago, yep. Uh, when Hawthorne beat us, they played this song. Unofficial right? theme song. It's an unofficial theme song. So some of the, some of the smart fans were angry. Other people... We're just angry because, it, I don't know why, because it, they didn't like the song or... You know why Hawthorne adopted it as their unofficial theme? Why? Well, they couldn't find any songs with hawks in the title. <laughs> and at least it was an animal that began with an H. That's the type of intelligent stuff you get from Australian <laughs> rules. 
Nobody, nobody's interested. See, I think another reason for it is in terms of, because it's meant to be sing-along. It's meant to pep you up. Yeah. I went to do it at karaoke recently. Yeah. Here's the thing. Not a good karaoke song. Why? Because it also has verses. Uh-uh. I don't mind it. That's the way it's got to be, little darling. <laughs> it sucks. You go right. It does not. You're an idiot. Everyone hated it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone oh, hated yeah, it. Cut the, the music out. On no, no, it's over. Don't, don't try and bring it back. Don't finish the moment. Did, you stop the music wait, and you stop Did Felix just pull the track out to try and catch you just yes. singing on your own there? Yeah. That was beautiful, yeah, I'll tell you what, you're a little bit of a... This tonight, so you're, you're so. a bit of a you know federal sports minister, Greg Hunt tonight, aren't you? Or as Roy and H.G. would say, Greg Hunt. <sighs> so I guess the fans... But, uh, yeah, you're one of those. The fans weren't really happy about it, but I think it's... Uh, you know, I'll give it to the guy who's working for the Swans and, and doing the music. He's heard the responses, he's heard the people's opinions, and he's gone out of his way to try and find something Australian to cooperate in the game. I applaud him for that, right? It might not be a complete hit that everyone loves, but I applaud him for giving it a go. But he can't use it in AFL because of the Hawks' legacy. So I think it should come across to the NRL. Right. Mm. And personally, I think that it's really, really well established that when they had a little bit of a competition sing-off yep. at the Cowboys-Cronulla preliminary final game yeah, last year at Allianz, the, the horses smashed You're the Voice by John Farnham. Oof. I think it's time for the horses to be the new NRL national anthem. No. Wow. It yes. has verses. The footy finishes here. The back row. On Triple M. And the arse end of our lineup is Andrew Rose. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very angry man. Well, no, not really, but things do oh, make me angry. Excuse me, I only say that because you say it like two times each show. Well, Don't I, make me look like a mean person. It's, no, no, no. It, what are you, Felix time? <laughs> no, look, when I get angry, it's, it's clear that I'm angry. I don't wake up angry, but certain <laughs> things happen to me in my life that make me angry. And I want to share one with you now. Okay. So this week, uh, look, I've, I've worked for 12 years in nightclubs around the country. I've had to travel a lot. It was cabs for a long time. I adopted to Uber rather early because it's it's just cheaper. It's better in every mm. way. And you are cheap. I am cheap. That's true. So I was waiting for my normal morning Uber this week, um, standing on the road. Uh, it was a little bit so rainy. Like, is that like your morning coffee? Like, you do not want to see me until I've had my morning Uber. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. My constitutional. So I'm standing there on the side of the road wearing a wrestling T-shirt, a hoodie, a hat, sunnies. I'm, I'm having my morning cigarette. I'm hating you already. I yes. Can, yeah, right, go on. So the Uber Can arrives. You smoke, Rose? I see my Uber coming. I would coming. never do that. Really? Kids, Kids don't smoke. <laughs> I see my don't Uber smoke. coming towards me. Uh, he slows down, I give him the little complimentary nod, and he rolls past me a couple metres, right? And I look around, there's no one else waiting for an Uber. What's going on here? So I walk towards the car, I have my last puff of my cigarette, I drop it in a little rain puddle on, on the on the road there. <laughs> Which was a Don't litter. Yes, no, it was a rain puddle. Oh. It's, How it's, a healthy it's, Harold that we were talking about It's important to the story, week. guys, okay? Oh, so I, okay. Op- I open the door, and I look at the guy. And before I can say anything, he looks at me and goes, you're not getting in my car. And I went, what? And he went, you're not getting in. And I went, why? He goes, because you're smoking. I don't like smokers. And I, went, I looked at the cigarette in the puddle. And I looked back up at him and I said, but I'm not smoking. I just put it out. And he goes, no, nah, you're not getting in my car. Huh. So here's where I may have instigated things a little bit. Okay. Right. So the doors open. I go, okay. So I step back up onto the curb and look at my phone to get another Uber. I, I left his door open, of course. Of and he, course, goes, and he yeah. goes, close my door. And I went, no. And he went, close my door. And I went, look. If you're not going to let me in your Uber, I'm not going to do you any favours. Yeah. So he gets out of his car. He's visibly annoyed now because it's raining. Wow, Uber rage. Yeah, yeah. He's it's a really, whole new category. He's really yeah. mad, right? So he walks around the car to close his own door and he's really mad at this point. He grabs the cigarette out of the puddle 
and hands it up and just starts walking directly at me with the cigarette <laughs> at head height. And he goes, you know what you could do with this cigarette? He's coming straight. It's like well, he's going to shove it in my face. And the answer is, put it in a bin. Well, you won't be able to smoke it anymore because yeah. it's been in a puddle. So he comes at me with the cigarette and, and when it gets to about like a foot away from my face, I kind of, I knocked the cigarette out of his hand. Like did one of those, yeah, like swipe things and it knocked, oh, yeah. knocked the top of the cigarette off. And he goes, ah, and like runs back to his car and jumps in his car. And we're both like, ah, ah, like we almost got into some kind of weird, like <laughs> physical altercation. Two men that should not be fighting at yeah. any point in their lives. And then he's sitting in the car, staring at me, stewing, and I'm standing on the side. Of the- so I just light another cigarette and yeah. stare him straight in the eye. And then he drives away and then he comes back. So then he leaves but he's still my driver. I'm, he, you know, I haven't cancelled the ride and he hasn't cancelled the ride. So I'm like, what, what do I do now? Ring, ring. It's my phone. It's the driver. And he's like, cancel the ride. And I go, no, you cancel the ride. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, no, cancel the ride. And I went, well, you just want me to cancel it so I don't give you a bad review. That set him over the edge. Yeah. Cause also, because if you cancel it, he gets five bucks. Exactly. So mm. I was like, no, this isn't my first Uber ride. I'm not cancelling it. This went back and forth for about five minutes until he eventually hung up and cancelled the ride. But that was the most... I mean, look, I know that a lot of uh, taxi drivers are now incorporating Uber, but don't bring your bad habits over to Uber. Uber's a great system with a lot of great... I get amazing Uber drivers every day, like my boy Max, who drove me here this morning. Don't start doing this whole picking and choosing who gets in your Uber stuff. If you don't like people who smoke to get in your Uber, then don't drive an Uber. So it's you, that simple. So you're a smoker, a litterer, and a borderline gangster in the I way you say I'm a good person. In the, in the way you dress. You're not getting in my car, that's for sure. Well, I'm not don't getting be on the driver. I'm totally with this guy. No. Fantastic. It was ridiculous. I just want to say, out of the millions of Uber drivers I've had in my life, 99.9% of them are amazing people. But that guy was a dead set buffhead. I reckon you guys have fallen in love with each other. Oh, that's I, what I reckon. Yeah. We're meeting up next week. You're uh, tugging on each other's pigtails. <laughs> well, that was a worthwhile story. <laughs> <laughs> this is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. AH Chris Rose, back row of the week will be on just after this. But firstly, Rose, you told a story about how you um, you got. I mean, you you told me that you like almost got into Biff, and it was quite a disappointing story. But it was about uh, what? How uh, w- w- we I, wanted you to hit him? Yeah. No, no, we didn't. Sorry. It was about how you uh, you were smoking, an Uber driver pulled up, and he was like, "He can't come in because you've just been smoking." Anyway, James called in. He has some thoughts about it. What you got, James? I'm actually dying, but. Oh, sorry. Oh, Tony. Tony, hey, sorry. Tony. Welcome aboard, that's, Tony. That's our producer <laughs> Felix's fault. He wrote down James. What can we do for you, James? <laughs> Mate, I gave up smoking eight, nine years ago. Yeah. But occasionally I get on a grog and I still smoke cigarettes. Uh, yep. And cigars and whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, la dee da. If that was, if that was me... Seriously, would have put him out of the car and dealt with him. <laughs> right. Okay, so you you think it's bad for an Uber driver to take a ride and then when he takes one look at you, go, nah. Okay, he's being employed to do a job, correct? You're correct. right, mm-hmm. There you go. Did a job. End of story. End of story. Thank you, James it's, slash Tony. It's, Tony, yeah. it's so nice to hear yeah. someone support, Rose. That's it happens so seldom. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> See, he well, liked, James Tony liked my story. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> encouragement of, uh, of violence on this show. Now, we've also got uh, Matthews called in on 13353. Matthew, what's, uh, what are you calling about? Hey, Jan. Um, really well. Really what's well. Up? I really hope you can help me out. You know the Triple M Grill, grill team? Mm-hmm. They're playing a song at the moment where Paige and Maddie absolutely hate. And they always say, cheer up, mate, after the end of it. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the name of the band and it's really doing my head in. We'll, we'll do the research and try and let you know next week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> what, what a strange choice. <laughs> 
The back row, Triple M, AH, Chris Rose. And look, Rose was telling a story just before about how he nearly got into a biff with an Uber driver. So basically, he was having a cigarette, Uber driver came up, he got rid of the cigarette, but the guy wouldn't let him in because he had been smoking. So Rose was like, fine, step back onto the pavement, left the door open. The guy's like, close my door. He's like, like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Um, you and were that, there. I was yeah, there. yeah, apparently. And look, it just, it just went on from there. Like, lots more stuff happened. Frankly, I'm surprised that this story has legs. Right. Mark, you rang in, one triple three five three. What are your thoughts? Well, firstly, Rose, you were being childish by leaving the door open. Amen. Amen. 100%, Mark. I do not disagree with you there. Continue. (laughs) Secondly, I am, as as an Uber driver, Mm -hmm. I know that I've been rated down. I'm a non-smoker, and I've been rated down for the smell of cigarette smoke in my car when people have gotten into the car. Right. um, After having just had a cigarette. Having said that, though, I have never refused a person a ride in my car. Well, that's... I'm going to make that point clear. Yep. Fair enough. But you've also got to remember, mate, this is someone else, someone's personal vehicle. Yeah. And my kid's right in my car. So I don't want my, you know, I don't want cigarette smoke um, all through the car because... Sure, Mark, you know, but... My kids have got to ride in this car as well. Fair so enough, but you've chosen to, to work for Uber, which has mean you've chosen to take your personal car and make it a public car, right? So you've made it part of your service for a public service. So you've got okay. to be okay with whoever gets in the car, correct? He does have the right to say, look, you know what, I don't want you in my car if you've been smoking, if that's his opinion. Yeah. But he should have cancelled, he, if he's the one that's refusing, he should he should have obviously cancelled the fare yep. without having charged, attempting to charge you as the rider. Mark, because it wasn't your decision not to get into that car. Mark, you've elevated the debate on this show several notches above what we've been getting from Rose. If you yeah. choose to run for parliament, you've got my vote, okay? <laughs> I love how callers always come in. Like, we've had, what, three calls over the time we've been on air, which is barely two months, roasting Rose. Hang on. He's not roasting me. He's agreeing with me. No, that guy should have cancelled the ride. He, yeah, he chose not to get it. He's also and it's saying not about... You're a bit, don't talk over me. He's also saying that you're a bit of a dick. No, he's not. Well, look, which, me leaving I the mean, door open is instigating. But the, the, the deal like is duck, this. quacks like a duck. If he said to me... Look, mate, I don't want any smokers in my car. I'd really appreciate it if you didn't get in. I'm going to cancel the ride. Just grab another Uber. You cool with that? We would have been fine. But his attitude was, you're not coming in my car with this smug look. So screw him. All right. Look, let's wrap it, wrap it up. It's time now. Back row. Time now for Back Rower of the Week. This is where we elevate someone, something topical from the week and pop them into the back row of our ideal rugby league team hmm. for some reason. Chris Gale, do you want to start? Who's your Back Rower of the Week? I feel like I've been a bit tough on Rose tonight, AH. I've enjoyed it. Mm. That's probably the coffee. So I thought I'd find a back row of the week that would uh, interest him and make him feel a little bit better about the world. No, stuff him. No, <laughs> I'd need to keep you two apart on a continuous basis. It's tough in here, I tell you. Yep. And my back row of the week is Ooh. WWE Hall of Fame wrestler, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Wheeling, dealing, limousine, riding, jet flying, son of a gun. That's the man himself who, because of his high public profile and celebrity status, of course, has been the NBA finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. And he appeared at Game 3 looking the worst for wear, having been attacked by a Warriors fan following Game 2. Wow. But like the true trooper he is, every time you get knocked down, you get up again. Mm -hmm. There's a song for you. Mm -hmm. That's what I want from a back rower. And the man is all class. Because he was all smiles as he posed for a selfie pregame with Usher. One of the 
best photos I saw coming out of that because I love a good like fan sign sledge kind of thing and it was these two Indian guys and they were both wearing shirts that said we're Indian and even we don't like curry <laughs> Oh, I don't. On. I don't care for Steph Curry that much. You don't care oh, for Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. I think I, oh. <laughs> it's me just being sorry. Ra- racist. Sorry. Context. No, look, I think he he's a great player, but there's just something I don't like about him. He's like a little rich boy, and you know, like he to uh, me, he's, he's the Cameron successful. Smith of the game. He's oh. like beep boop one double one double two. But it's, like, it's very oh, there are no twos in binary. I just messed it up. It's but. very difficult to play in the NBA and not be a rich. Boy, yeah, that's true. No, 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 but like raised that way. Anyway, Chris Gale, oh, I already asked you. Yes, oh, my back row, no, sorry. Andrew Rose, back row of the week. Well, I wanted to make my back row of the week uh, those young cheerleaders that took that hit from Nagama. Yeah, because, they would have been like, what, eight years old? Yeah, but look, they just took, smashed into them. They took a hit like champions. Yeah. Like Ric Flair. Yeah, they're like yeah. Ric Dusted Flair. It and off. they got Meanwhile, straight back up. Took photos with Usher. Why were they sitting there behind the try line? That is OHS disaster waiting to happen, and today it did. Wait no more. Yeah, and I, I tell you what, I'm pretty sure when when one of them got up, they, they yelled out, Woo! Woo! <laughs> but I'm actually going to give my uh, back row of the week to Max, my Uber driver this morning, because he let me get in his car <laughs> and he brought me here politely and kindly, regardless of the smell of my bad habits. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Felix. <laughs> uh, look, my back rower of the week uh, is Adam West, who the, the, the first Batman, mm. at least, you know, the first sort of... Um, Live action Batman. I love that series so much. It was yeah. so campy, so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, he died uh, today, 88 years old, long battle with leukemia. I love Batman so much that, so years ago, I was about 19, I was uh, DJing at Vegas, which was a rock and roll club uh, mm-hmm. on Oxford Street. It was, sort of, it was like a members only kind of thing. So like touring bands and stuff would go party, I never party there after gigs. <laughs> and uh, Well, exactly. And uh, actually my first my first ever job in Sydney was being the door bitch there. And it was my job to check that people had the had the car, you know, I'm yeah. sorry, so you can't come in here kind right. of thing. I felt terrible. You were like an Uber driver. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was DJing and I got a, I got a shoe thrown at me, a high heel shoe. I ducked just in time. And to be fair, it was quite justified because it was about 3 a.m. and I played about six different versions of the Batman theme right. in a row. And that's why they threw a shoe at shoe to me. So like the first one, everyone's like, yay, this is fun. The second one, they were like, ha ha, good joke. Anyway, so it was like from memory, it was like Neil Hefty's original, The Who, The Jam, The Kinks, Link Ray. There were some others. I love Batman that much. And, and Adam West will always be my Batman. So very mm. sad to see him go. It took decades for that show to be released on DVD. That's it right. came out about two Christmases ago. And I had the singular pleasure of watching it from episode one with the Riddler and What a Terrible yeah. Way to Go-Go all the way through to the last episode when Batgirl came in. <laughs> Adam West, one of my heroes. Batgirl was... Um, no, Yvonne, thinking, uh, Batgirl was Yvonne Craig. No, I'm thinking of Catgirl who was... Um, Julie, don't well, tell me Catgirl. what to do. Julie Newmar. No, she was Catwoman and no. Catgirl was um, the one who sang, sang You Don't Own Me. <laughs> you're, you're, you're on your own this time. Les, I tell you. Leslie, whatever. Gore. Leslie Gore. Leslie Gore was, that Gore was in it. To, yeah. Was that the one that used to always say, "You'll never get me, Batman"? Was that? <laughs> I, her? I think that was that was a real life Frank Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was in like a couple of episodes as as Cat Girl because you know how they brought like they brought in like Jan and Dean and stuff. They used to bring in. Anyway, Batman loved him so much, and that's why he, Adam West, is my back rower of the week. Perfect choice. Oh, oh hello, Eartha Kit. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's the show uh, this week. Back row with A.H. Chris and Rose. Chris Gale, final thoughts? Only 10 sleeps to Origin 2, A.H. and Rose. Woo! Woo! <laughs> 
Andrew Rose, final thoughts. Only one sleep until the Bulldogs are back on track, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you out there tomorrow at ANZ Stadium. Let's go, doggies. Boy, George. Uh, I'm A.H. Kaylee, And if you don't know yet, we have a podcast finally. We're up on iTunes and all your other favourite podcasting apps. Look for the Back Row Catch-Up. We really want to beat the Grill Team on the iTunes podcast charts. I think we could do it. Tune in next time.